This is AgriPulse Daybreak for Thursday, October 26th. Good morning. I'm Jeff Daly. Here's today's headlines. Purdue optimistic on trade. Purdue's front porch. CBO responds. Guest worker fight. And EPA nominees move. Agriculture Secretary Sonny Purdue says he's optimistic about prospects for the NAFTA negotiations. Purdue was in Indianapolis yesterday for his first ever national FFA convention, where he encouraged about 60,000 high school and college students to be advocates for agriculture and engaged in policy discussions. On the sidelines of the meeting, he also fielded a few questions from AgriPulse and other media outlets about trade. Purdue met with President Trump, U.S. Trade Representative Bob Lighthizer, Commerce Secretary Wilbur Ross, and others on Tuesday for an update on the trade negotiations. Purdue said they believe, quote, all three countries really want a deal at the end of the day, but he cautioned that it's still early in the process. Purdue said these NAFTA negotiations are almost like Congress or state legislatures. They can stay there 90 days, but most of the stuff gets done in the last five days. Purdue optimistic on Asia, too. Purdue also said that Japan may be more anxious to negotiate on a bilateral trade deal now that Prime Minister Shinzo Abe has been re-elected by a large margin. Purdue said the Trump trade team also discussed the possibilities about expanding trade agreements with several other Asian countries, from Thailand to Vietnam and Malaysia and many others. Purdue said together they equal about the amount of trade that we do with China. The Front Porch. That's the new name that Purdue wants to give the Secretary's office suite at USDA. It's a bit of prime real estate in D.C. Whether that new name sticks or not, that's another question. The Secretary's office suite, which looks out on the National Mall and the Washington Monument, has long been known as the cage. It's a reference to the way the outer office is surrounded by floor-to-ceiling windows. Now, Purdue started a contest to rename the location, and the winner was Paulette Dusterberg at the Farm Service Agency from Indiana. Agriculture Secretary Tom Vilsack similarly tried, but without success, to get USDA employees and others to start referring to the Farm Bill by another name. House Farm Bill Prep Accelerates. House Agriculture Chairman Mike Conaway of Texas says the Congressional Budget Office has sped up its analysis of farm bill provisions that the committee is considering. He didn't specify what proposals the committee is getting numbers on, but he told reporters the committee is on track to bring out a bill before the end of the year or early 2018. Guest worker bill squeaks out of committee. Two days of committee debate have demonstrated how difficult it's going to be for Congress to overhaul or to replace the H-2A farm worker visa program. A bill to create a new H-2C program that would also benefit livestock operations and meat processors, it advanced out of the House Judiciary Committee yesterday by a single vote, 17 to 16. Two Republicans who are hardliners on immigration policy, that Steve King of Iowa and Louis Gommett of Texas, joined committee Democrats in voting against the bill. Democrats charged that the H-2C workers could be paid so little that they would be used to undercut existing workers. At one point during the debate, King sided with Democrats in raising concerns that meat processors could use lower-paid imported foreign workers to replace their existing employees. Representative Louis Gutierrez, a Democrat of Illinois, argued repeatedly that the bill was a waste of time because it had no chance of passing the Senate 
where Democrats would be certain to filibuster it. EPA nominees head to floor. Four nominees for key positions at the EPA are headed to the Senate floor that after Republicans pushed them through committee yesterday. Democrats already are going to the Senate floor to attack Michael Dorsen, citing his previous work for industry interests. He is the nominee to be Assistant Administrator for Chemical Safety and Pollution Prevention, and he has the backing of CropLife America, the trade group noted for pesticide manufacturers. The Senate Environment and Public Works Committee approved Dorson's nomination, as well as William Wellruns, to be AA for Air and Radiation, that on a party-line 11-10 to 10 vote. Glyphosate's European future is clouded. European Commission, the governing arm of the EU, has put off a vote on whether to renew the authorization for glyphosate, the active ingredient at Roundup. The Commission's Standing Committee on Plants, Animals, Food and Feed didn't take a vote yesterday after failing to gather sufficient support for a 10-year extension. The existing authorization expires at the end of the year. The failure to act on the herbicide comes after the European Parliament voted on Tuesday to recommend a five-year phase-out of the chemical. Purdue backs off Codex move. Purdue is pulling back on his proposal to move the Codex Alimentarius program of the USDA's Food Safety and Inspection Service to the newly created Trade and Foreign Agriculture Affairs mission area. He says the move, quote, needs further discussion. In a letter to Senate Agriculture Chairman Pat Roberts, Purdue said that while his plans to realign department functions were generally supported by the public, some stakeholders expressed concerns about the Codex move and about another trade proposal, that to move the Warehouse Act functions into the new Fair Trade Practice Program area. The latter mission area would be created by the Grain Inspection Packers and Stockyards Administration into Agriculture Marketing Service. Stephen Ostroff, FDA's Deputy Commissioner for Foods and Veterinary Medicine, said in a letter to USDA that moving Codex to the oversight of a trade-promoting non-science organization could undermine the credibility of U.S. Codex as a science-based enterprise. Australia's dairy will continue to recover in 2018. There's going to be more milk coming from Australia as its dairy industry recovers from a severe drought and herd culling, according to the USDA's Foreign Agriculture Service. Fluid milk production is expected to rise by about 2% to 9.3 million metric tons next year. Cheese production seen jumping 3% to 330,000 tons. Here's today's He Said It. Nobody is forcing people to take these jobs. It's not slavery. That Representative Ted Poe, a Republican of Texas, hitting back at Democrat arguments that the proposed new guest worker program would subject farm workers to a form of indentured servitude or slavery. Well, that's Daybreak for this Thursday, October 26th. AgriPulse Daybreak is brought to you by FLM Harvest, a hybrid strategic consulting, marketing, and communications company that delivers innovative solutions and meaningful results to clients across the farm, food, environmental sciences, and lifestyle spectrum. For more information, please visit WideOpenThinking.com. For the latest news out of Washington, D.C., visit AgriPulse.com. For AgriPulse Daybreak, I'm Jeff Daly.